1: Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton.
2: Every conflict becomes a global conflict. For 2,000 years you had only regional wars. Beginning in the 20th century, now you've got global conflicts. And now they're very common. Jesus said another sign of the end of the age will be famines. 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 Again, these things will be like birth pains, so we should expect famines to increase in the last days, with greater intensity, greater frequency.
1: There is a conflict all around us in almost every direction we turn. We hear about this war and another war in a foreign land, a disaster over here, and an uprising in another country. They seem to be endless, and they seem to be happening more often every conflict becomes a global conflict and a global problem. Jesus said there would be wars and rumors of wars and famines and starvation. Today, Pastor Dan takes us through what Jesus said would be happening in the world before the end times. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, as he continues his message, The Olivet Discourse.
2: There have always been wars and the threat of war. In fact, in the past 3,400 years, there has been peace for only 268 years total. In other words, only 8% of our history has been peaceful. With all of mankind's advancements in intelligence and education, mankind cannot figure out how to live peacefully on earth. In fact, mankind has become more violent and more deadly. Not less. And the reason is because man's heart is desperately wicked, the Bible says. And man is sinful. There will be peace on earth when Jesus Christ returns. He will establish peace on earth. He's the prince of peace, the Bible says. And he will bring peace on earth. There will not be peace on earth until then. Just as Jesus said, the poor you will have with you always. There will always be poor people. We can't eradicate poverty. We can't eradicate war. That will come when Jesus comes. And so having told us what are not signs of the last days of this age, now Jesus tells us what will be signs that we have entered the last days of this age. Look at verse 7. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines pestilences and earthquakes in various places, all these are the beginning of sorrows. These are the signs, these are the signs that you have entered the final days of this age and the messianic age is about to begin. Notice Jesus said these signs will be the beginning of sorrows in verse 8. That phrase, the beginning of sorrows, it means birth pains or labor pains. Your translation might even say birth pains. It's speaking of contractions. These signs will be like labor pains when a woman is in labor, contractions. Now, I personally have never experienced labor pains because I'm a man. And men cannot have babies. I never thought I'd have to make that announcement. But in this day and age, you got to clarify that stuff. Now, I have seen my wife go through labor three times. And when a woman goes into labor, often her contractions begin small. They may even go unnoticed at first. A woman may not be sure that she's having a contraction when labor first begins. She may even say... I might be having a contraction, but I'm not sure. But as the labor progresses, what happens? The contractions become more intense, more painful. The contractions last longer. They occur more frequently. You begin timing them to see if you need to go to the hospital. And the contractions reach the point that they start occurring one right after another where the woman barely has a moment to catch her breath from the last contraction before the next one begins. And all those contractions are necessary to birth the baby. They are painful, but they produce a wonderful result. The events Jesus describes in Matthew 24 are necessary to birth the messianic age. Just like labor pains, These events will increase in intensity and in frequency and they will last longer and longer until they are one right after another and the world will not have time to catch its breath from the last crisis before the next global crisis occurs. But ultimately, these events will birth the return of Jesus Christ to the earth in the messianic age. So what are the signs that Jesus mentions? Look what it says. Jesus said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. If you're taking notes, that phrase, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, it is a Hebrew idiom for world war, for world war, a worldwide conflict. It's used in several places in rabbinical writings for a worldwide conflict. Jesus said, hey, you're going to have wars. You're going to have rumors of wars. You're going to have these regional conflicts. But that's not nothing unusual. That's not the sign of the end of the age. The sign of the end of the age will be when you see worldwide conflict. When you see world war. World war is the sign that you've entered the final days of this current age and will soon enter the age to come. Question. It's not a trick question. Has there ever been a world war before? Yes, there has. Hasn't there? There's been two. We call them world wars, don't we? World war one and world war two. Now think about this for me. For all of human history... However long humans have been on the earth, however long you think humans have been on the earth, there were only local wars. There were only regional wars until the 20th century. And for the first time in history, there was a world war, World War I, 1914 to 1918, just a little over a 100 years ago. My grandparents were alive. My grandfather fought in World War I. And World War I was called the war to what? End all wars. And people really believed that. Because for the first time in human history, there was a world war. The whole world was involved in a war. And people really thought, after this, we'll never have another war. After World War I, Congress cut funding for the military and considered closing the military academies because they believed there would be no more wars. But 20 years later, there was the Second World War. Just 20 years. So only local conflicts, regional conflicts for all of human history. And then you have two worldwide conflicts within 20 years of each other. Jesus said, world war will be the sign you are nearing the end of this age and about to enter the messianic age. And up until 1914, people could read that and say, well, well, there hasn't been a world war. And now we've had two. Interestingly, both World War I and World War II, those two wars set the stage for, for the reestablishment of the nation of Israel in their homeland. World War I resulted in the British liberating the land of Israel from the Ottoman Empire after 400 years under Muslim rule. It's a really fascinating story. When the British army under General Allenby came to Jerusalem, Allenby was instructed not to destroy the city because of its religious significance. And so Allenby was trying to figure out, how do I take this city without destroying it? Allenby was a Christian, and he was reading his Bible, and he read Isaiah 31, verse 5, that says, like birds flying about, so will the Lord of hosts defend Jerusalem. And he read that, and he thought, birds flying about will defend Jerusalem. And Allenby had this new weapon called an airplane, that would never been used before in war. And so Allenby printed up thousands of flyers that said in Arabic, Surrender the city, Allenby. But in Arabic, it looked like it read, Surrender the city, the prophet. And he sent his planes up over Jerusalem. The people in Jerusalem had never seen a plane before. It looked like birds in the air. And they dropped these leaflets, these flyers that say in Arabic, Surrender the city, signed the prophet. And the Arabs laid down their weapons and walked out of the city. He conquered the city without firing a shot. There's a famous picture of Allenby walking into the city through the Joppa Gate. Walking into the city. God just delivered the city into his hands. And the British captured Jerusalem. And they captured the land of Israel. And the British favored the establishment of a Jewish state in the land of Israel. If the Balfour Declaration, supporting the idea of a Jewish state in the land of Israel. Three years after World War II ended, 1948, the modern state of Israel was established. Fulfilling Ezekiel 37, the Valley of Dry Bones came back to life again after not existing as a nation for almost 2,000 years. Israel was reborn. A remarkable miracle. It's never happened to any other nation or any other people. Those two world wars were the catalysts that led to the rebirth of Israel. And Jesus said, this will be the sign that you're coming to the end of the age when you see world wars happening. And he said that these events will be like contractions, like birth pains. There'll be worldwide conflicts. Since the First and Second World War, worldwide conflict has become normal, hasn't it? now, when there's a war somewhere in the world, a whole coalition of nations get involved in the conflict, directly or indirectly.
1: You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth.
2: The current war between Russia and Ukraine is just the latest example of this. Many, many nations are involved in that war on both sides. Regional wars are like a thing of the past almost now. Every conflict becomes a global conflict. For 2,000 years, you had only regional wars. Beginning in the 20th century, now you've got global conflicts. And now they're very common. Jesus said another sign of the end of the age will be famines. Famines. Again, these things will be like birth pains, so we should expect famines to increase in the last days with greater intensity, greater frequency, greater lengths of time. You know, enough food is produced in the world to feed the entire world population. However, 10% of the world's population suffers from hunger. In the United States, currently, 34 million people have food insecurity, including 9 million children. Richest nation in the world. We've got 34 million people with food insecurity. Famine and pestilences often accompany war. Together, Russia and Ukraine produce 30% of the world's supply of grain. So the war will potentially affect the global food supply and may affect it for years to come. Now let me tell you something that might have a greater effect on you or cause greater concern for you than a grain shortage. In Brazil, drought and extreme cold weather has affected the coffee harvest. Coffee farmers have harvested 30% less coffee beans, so there may be a scarcity of coffee in the near future, and coffee prices are expected to increase as the supply decreases. Have you noticed, I noticed this, that coffee companies have made their coffee bags smaller. Now when you go to the store and buy a pound of coffee, it's not a pound of coffee anymore. It's 12 ounces of coffee. We're paying more for less coffee. Now, famine most often refers to a scarcity of food, but it can refer to a scarcity of any goods. And you have seen the empty shelves in the grocery stores over the last year or two. You have tried to purchase things and order things online that are out of stock indefinitely. That's never happened to us before in the United States. We've never experienced shortages. We've never seen things like this before. And Jesus warned us that this would occur in the final days of this age. He also said that pestilences will characterize the final days of this age. Pestilences refers to epidemic outbreaks of highly infectious diseases and viruses. Jesus was not referring to seasonal illnesses or minor maladies, but rather Jesus predicted pandemics that will have a global effect. Do I even need to say anything? You know, global pandemics have been relatively rare in history. There have been large pandemics that have killed millions of people throughout history, but generally they've been rare. Where long periods of time pass, in many cases hundreds of years, between pandemics, but in the last 100 years, the outbreak of pandemics have increased with greater frequency, beginning with the Spanish flu in 1918, the Asian flu in the 1950s, the Hong Kong flu in the 1960s, to HIV AIDS, the bird flu, the swine flu, SARS, Ebola, Zika, and our favorite one of all, COVID-19. And all the different variations of COVID-19. And now we are told that viruses are here to stay. And that they're just a part of life. And we need to learn how to live with them for now on. It wasn't like that before. We were never told that before. I was thinking just the other day. Do you remember right as the COVID pandemic began? The news was warning us about murder hornets. What ever happened to the murder hornets? We just got so caught up with COVID and the pandemic. Whatever happened to the murder hornets? Should we still be concerned about murder hornets? Is that still a thing? Jesus told us pestilences will be part of life in the last days of this age. The next sign Jesus mentioned that is a sign of the end of this age is earthquakes. He says earthquakes in various places. Earthquakes have increased with frequency and intensity. Jesus said they will as you get closer to the Messianic age. And statistically, earthquakes have increased, especially large earthquakes. He says there will be earthquakes in various places, implying there will be earthquakes all over the world in places that do not normally have earthquakes. And we've all seen the horrific videos of major earthquakes and tsunamis that result from earthquakes in the ocean, causing a tidal wave to come ashore. In the scriptures, earthquakes are associated with God's power and God's judgment. In Isaiah 2.19, it says, God will arise and shake the earth mightily. During the tribulation period that is to come on the earth, the final seven years of this age, Revelation tells us there will be several major earthquakes on the earth during that tribulation period. There's an earthquake described in Revelation chapter 6, Revelation chapter 8, two in Revelation chapter 11, and one in Revelation chapter 16. And the earthquake in Revelation 16 is described as a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men were on the earth. And that's describing the future. The final seven years of this age. You know, scientists talk about the big one that's going to come. It is going to come. And it's going to come during the tribulation period. Revelation 16. It'll be an earthquake like has not ever occurred since men were on the earth. And unlike world war or famine or pestilences, earthquakes come suddenly without warning. And they destroy and kill in an instant. Officials and scientists cannot predict earthquakes, but Jesus does. Jesus does. He told us the world will be shaken as it prepares for his return. He's going to shake this world. He's going to try to shake this world to get people's attention. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 27, it says, All of creation will be shaken so that only unshakable things will remain. God is going to shake this world and is shaking this world to show us the only unshakable thing is Jesus Christ. He's the only unshakable thing. And in the Olivet Discourse, Jesus warned us of what to expect at the end of history. He showed us the signs to watch for that signal the end of this age. And I believe we're seeing those signs. I believe we're feeling the birth pains that Jesus describes and goes on to describe. And chapter 24. Now, maybe five or 10 or 20 years ago, maybe back in the past, we may not have been sure if we were experiencing birth pains like Jesus said. You know, there were things that happened five, 10, 20 years ago that we would look at and we would say, is that a birth pain? Kind of like the woman who's not sure she's having contractions. There were things in the past we'd look, "Is, is this a contraction? Is this a birth pain? Maybe so, maybe not. But now, now we feel the labor pains. I don't think there's any question in anybody's mind. There are non-believers who realize something is happening in the world. Something has changed. And things are accelerating. They are happening with greater frequency and greater intensity. They're gaining momentum where it's becoming one thing right after another, right after another. And Jesus tells us these things in advance so that our hearts are not troubled by them. He wants us to know this so that we can understand the days that we live in and so that we can make sense of what is going on in the world. And so most of all, so that we trust in him, so that we cling to him and so that we look to him, knowing that our redemption is drawing near, knowing that this age is winding down. These things that are happening cause us to draw near to Jesus and hold on to him. The hope we have in Jesus is a sure and steadfast anchor for our souls. Amen. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you love us enough and are concerned about us enough that you tell us these things in advance so we know what to look for. Lord, I pray that we would be just awake to the times that we're living in. Lord, I think of how you rebuked the religious leaders for not understanding their times. Lord, may we understand the times that we're living in. And Lord, I pray that all these things that are happening in our world, Lord, I pray that they would cause us to to cling to you. Lord, I pray that they would cause us to not be sloppy in our walk. Lord, I pray that we um, we would purify our lives as a result, that we would live holy lives and that we would be ready when you come for us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name, Amen.
3: He asked me how I know, I say, "Ring truer than the finest crystal."
1: You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Currently, Pastor Dan is teaching through the Book of Matthew, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. This is a book that may cause you to be curious about the history before and also what comes after. If you're wondering about something you heard today, would you give us a call? Our number is 410-491-4592. We'd be happy to talk with you about anything you heard today or to hear about how these messages are impacting your life. We'd also love to know about any prayer requests you might have. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. Would you be willing to pray for the ministry of Ring of Truth? So many listeners may be hearing life-giving scripture they might not hear elsewhere. What an opportunity to reach people who are lost and without hope in the world. We'd be grateful for your prayers as the Word is going out through these messages. If you'd like some specifics, we'd ask that you pray that lives would be changed and that God's kingdom would have more and more souls join Him because of the truth of His Word. Thanks so much for listening today and for praying. If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, we encourage you to go to calvaryec.com. Next time, Pastor Dan will continue on in the book of Matthew right here on Ring of Truth. I see the
3: sign and I recognize